Today is a very special episode because I want to talk about a topic that has been on the top of my head for quite some time. That is, can marketing be sustainable while also achieving goals? Hello and welcome to Future Strategies. I'm your host, Florian Schleicher. You want your marketing to achieve goals and sustainable growth? You have come to the right place. In this podcast, I talk with marketing experts and share my own know-how on how to bring your marketing to the next level with a lot of inspiration and learnings, all without the usual hustle. So let's jump right into it. So marketing has a superpower and with the right strategy, we can leverage it for sustainable growth. Recently, I was reading the two books, The Seven Graces of Marketing and The Power of Ritual. And a thought occurred to me. Marketing has a huge negative contribution to our current climate crisis. And it can also make a positive contribution to the solution. I call the latter impact marketing. But let's start with the first statement. Marketing managers today face a major challenge. Marketing first still has to achieve goals and second, it now also must achieve sustainable growth. Is that even possible together? Is sustainable marketing growth possible? Can marketing be a force for positive change? And if so, how? Let's start with our situation and the problem. The superpower of marketing. The saying, what you measure matters, sums it up very well. In the past decades, the goal of most companies was one thing above all, profit. We measured it in GDP. And marketing has done an excellent job of helping increase that. Our economic growth has been driven by one thing above all else, selling and buying more. And the fuel behind it was CO2. So CO2 increased in equal measure as our GDP. How does marketing contribute to this? Jay Zamet, former independent vice chairman of Deloitte Digital, sums it up very well. He says, at the heart of all sales and marketing is the ability to create demand even in the absence of logic. Because the superpower of marketing is one thing above all, manipulation. And yes, I've also had a contribution to that. I spent many years at the beginning of my career advising large corporations and helping them generate higher profits in the next quarter. The problem is that this quest for more has brought us to a situation where our habitat, our planet, is on the verge of collapse and hundreds of thousands of people are suffering under the current economic system. We have put profit at the center and when there was a surplus of it, we invested that little bit in people and planet. A very small delta of overlap for our society. Now we are trying to turn the tide and have plans like the UN's SDGs or the COP's 1.5 degree target that give us a roadmap. Where do we stand on this? We are on track to achieve 12%. That's just over one tenth of the 140 sustainable development goals by 2030. And that's because 97% of respondents 
in Akanta research say they are willing to change their lifestyle, but only 13% actually do it. So it doesn't look like a real shift in thinking just yet. But I'm an optimist and a big fan of solutions. So I'd like to outline here how marketing can help us get out of this crisis now. Because as Hannah Harrison, Chief Sustainability Officer at WPP says, marketing is powerful. It can change how people think, feel and behave. We should all be asking how we can drive changes that are for the better. Or to put it in the words of Uncle Ben from Spider-Man, remember, with great power comes great responsibility. We share a responsibility and have to be aware of it. 68% of consumers think brands should care about social issues and get involved. So back to my initial question and my answer. Yes, marketing can achieve goals and sustainable growth. Countless companies demonstrate that sustainable growth is possible. A few examples, Too Good To Go, Fercado, River Foods, Pila, Early Majority and many more show ways. But how does it work? We need to embed sustainability integrally at the core of the communication strategy. Quite simply captured in a model, which I found outlined like this in Richard Rummel's book, it all starts with a diagnosis. Built on that, we have guiding principles and at the very top, we have the coherent actions. So let's start from the bottom up, the diagnosis. The first step is to start sustainable marketing strategies with people. What problems do they face in their everyday lives? What challenges do they have? What motivates them? Then our diagnosis or analysis is based on a true understanding of our consumers. Next, we also have to consider what impact our business and marketing has on the planet. What impact do we have on the environment? Where do we have scope one, two or three impacts of our value chain on a positive and negative side? Then we have a holistic view of the impact of our marketing in the diagnosis. As my colleague Desiree Bambinek says, customers don't care about your brand. They care about value and how the brand contributes to their own self-image, life or the planet. Second, guidelines. So we now understand our market in all facets. Based on this, we now create a vision to guide us and set ourselves two to three goals per half year to focus on. In doing so, we make sure to address in turn the aspects of people and planet that we defined in the diagnosis. And we define how our marketing impacts which of the 17 SDGs. Our vision and goals then strive for sustainable impact. Third, coherent actions. When we have people and planet incorporated at the grassroots level, our actions will have a direct positive impact on both. This is where channel concepts, campaign, content strategies, stories and all the implementations of our marketing come from. The important start is to take this a step further and think about how we can use marketing to encourage sustainable customer behavior. Then our measures are aligned in such a way that they address real needs of people and our living space. A new North Star. No one likes to buy products and services that are bad. 
there is often just too little knowledge about good alternatives. Given the choice, we would all choose the company and brand that offers good for people and planet. So when we focus on creating real value for people and the planet, profit will follow. So we put the focus on that. This way of doing things has actually been thought of by the British Academy's report on the principles of purposeful business in 2019. According to it, businesses must solve the problems of people and planet profitably and not profit from causing problems. Of course, this communication must be authentic and not driven by greenwashing. Yes, it is a lot of work. And yes, it needs investments. Nothing is easier than simply doing business as usual, not changing anything and simply striving to maximize profits for as long as possible. But our pursuit of competition and consumption must also leave a world where it makes sense to pursue both. That requires innovation. And those who don't innovate and move with the flow of times will not survive the next few years. Friedrich Schiller actually said, if you don't catch up with time, time will catch up with you. Whether it's due to regulations coming our way, like ESG reporting, such as ESRS, changes in consumer behavior, or simply because the business space, like nature in the tourism sector, is lost, the economy will and must change. If we can strategically align marketing to address planet, people and profit equally, we can also create value for all three. With the right strategy, we can use our superpower for good. For me, that means not just talking about sustainability and green marketing, but making it the new normal and charging it with emotion. Indeed, making it sexy. And then marketing can become a force for positive change. Marketing can achieve goals and sustainable growth. Thanks for listening. I'm always happy to get your feedback. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please give me a rating wherever you're listening. And until next time on Future Strategies.